from Vine Pairs New York City headquarters. I'm Adam Teeter. And I'm Joanna Sherino. And in Seattle, Washington, I'm Zach Jabal. And this is the Vine Pair Friday podcast. Yes, sir. All right. Let's talk cream-based spirits. Ooh. It's just that that sweet, sweet cream. Uh, Actually, a lot of them are made with sweet cream. Just so we know. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, no, but so we, we, we published an, a really interesting article um, last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. On the rise and extreme popularity of rum chata, right. uh, that just incredible rum based uh, rum based liqueur. But I thought, you know, we, we kick this off just about cream based, you know, liqueur in general because, Joanna, it's on fire, right? It's very, very popular, yes. And that was something that in, in reading and editing this piece really stood out to me because yeah. I had I had no idea. And I know that um also learned that Bailey's is exceptionally popular exceptionally as well. Popular. Um and rum chata and rum chata <sighs> is cream based, even though horchata, which it's based off of, is not uh dairy, not creamy at all. Yeah, dairy based. It's usually um made with rice milk or other seeds. Um but the the creator of rum chata decided that he'd make it dairy based um for you know richness and and because they're so popular so here we are talking about rum chata and cream based liqueurs so are you guys big cream based liqueur drinkers uh yes really <laughs> yeah i don't know i think they're so delicious <laughs> which ones are your favorite i don't know i when i was growing up like my parents would let me have some baileys mine too that was really delicious and i really like bourbon cream like whenever mm. i have it and i come across it i think it's so delicious um but i don't i don't really seek them out how about that but what, i think they're delicious what about you zach you are you a, a cream liqueur drink? well i I, I gotta give it up to the to the absolute undisputed champion of the cream liqueur category which is eggnog um even oh, if it's, sure. it's a cocktail <laughs> sure. cream uh, well, i don't know you tell me how those things are different exactly but fine <laughs> um I, I so i would say that it's funny when we were discussing this topic and whether we were going to chat about it i was like man i i definitely had a phase in my life where i really did like bailey's and drank Bailey's pretty like Bailey's and coffee in particular, not so much as a standalone. Um, although we had some, I had some absolutely lovely regulars uh, at one of the restaurants I worked at who came in for dinner every week, and both of them would have a double Bailey's on the rocks as dessert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I never was. I was like every time I was like, I don't think I'd want to drink that every week, but like that's delicious. I'm not going to argue with those folks. They know what they're doing. Can I ask you, um, were they alive during the bombing of Pearl Harbor? Uh, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> they fit into that. They're about that. They may be a little younger than that, but they're definitely they're definitely old enough that it was. Uh, they were significantly older than me. Let's put it that way. Um, and so, I, but it's funny because you know it's the greatest generation. Yeah, I'm not sure they quite fit into that greatest generation. They might have been a little younger than that, but whatever. Um, in any case, they. Uh, what I was struck by when we decided to to do this topic, and when I was at my at a grocery store near me looking for. Um, just looking at the selection, which is, you know, it's a grocery store. It's not a, a specialty liquor store. I was surprised. There are probably a dozen different um, cream liqueurs out there. Some of them are like Bailey's now has a lot of different flavors. Um, mm-hmm. There's, I know you wanted to talk about the De Serrano cream, uh, which yeah, I see on the sh- We just got that sent to the office and I was like, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's moving into it, man. Why do we, why do we think it's so popular? I think people think it's delicious. I mean, yeah. like like uh, Zach was just saying, like there's so much. I mean, I I think most people 
may not realize this, like Bailey's released Bailey's Colada mm-hmm. this summer. And it's sort of like their version of a pina colada, which I also do. I do wonder now reading Aaron's piece, if it was also probably to compete against rum chata, because oh, sure. it, it's, I, but it's using, it's still, I think using whiskey, mm-hmm. but it is delicious. Tastes like a pina colada. And they literally sold out of it like within, I think, a month. Wow. And then they had no more left because they had said it was like a limited release. And of course, now it's not going to be limited. I think they'll probably do it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, people just love this stuff. It's just really tasty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why do you think it's probably the exact same reason? Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. I think it's also like we see this in drinks, right? In beverage alcohol in, yeah. in different categories in a lot of ways where like something is like out of the limelight for a while and then and it's often like you think about something like how these drinks, how these spirits are so they cut against one existing trend that I think some people get really satisfied or get frustrated with. Like these are sweet. They're rich. They're indulgent. But mm-hmm. like we're in this time of year, but also just like cyclical period for a variety of reasons where like people want to fucking indulge. Right. And like mm-hmm. they want to just have something that's like delicious and and indulgent and they don't really want to have to apologize for it. And like that might not be in vogue forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we tend to go as a, as a, as a society, we tend to kind of oscillate between, you know, austerity and um, indulgence in a, in a variety of ways. But like, I do think we are in this sort of indulgent period, at least for a lot of people. And it's just like, yeah, you, you, you can't fight, a very fundamental thing that you said, Adam, which is like, they are delicious, I think in Mm -hmm. general. And that, that is like by itself, probably enough of an explanation. But, but I do think that it's worth also noting that like with these drinks, Mm -hmm. I think there is a way in which it's like rum chata in particular, I guess what we're talking about is it's also, I think a reflection of, of a, of a couple of different things coming together, right? Like that a broader audience probably has some idea of what horchata is supposed to taste like. Um, so you kind of know the flavor profile you're going to get going in. And, and I think we've talked about on the podcast at times in the past is like rum's growth as a category in, mm-hmm. in America. Right. And, and it's, it, it doesn't feel, you know, it feels a little bit exotic to people, but it also feels comfortable in the way that like, I think about Bailey's is like so comforting. Very comforting and this, yeah. and, looking forward to to trying rum chata i've never had it before but like i imagine it provides much of the same um sort of comforting element just with a different slightly different flavor set mm-hmm. yeah totally i think this is also really interesting to consider in the context of like the rise of hard seltzer mm. as well because it's such the opposite of that um these these like really luxurious super caloric really rich creamy drinks that are very popular and then hard seltzer which is like the opposite um you know it's it's a hundred calories right. or and very lightly flavored and people really love that as well so it's i don't know i think that's kind of interesting that they're kind of gaining popularity at the same time or have been maybe i mean what i think is really interesting though about hard seltzer mm-hmm. is that like one of the I don't want to say fastest growing, but most interesting categories that, especially in craft, mm-hmm. that's growing very quickly is the smoothie seltzers, right. which are basically <laughs> rum getting shot us up. closer, to, <laughs> getting us closer to Bailey. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that people like really delicious drinks. Maybe you know, it's like a conflict, a right? Yeah, you really want the Bailey's. But you, you're telling yourself to drink the White Claw. Yeah, I mean, we are right now in like rum chata Bailey's season, though. 
Yes. Like this is like, this is when people allow themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that was why the, the Bailey's Colada is, is smart. Cause I think for the last few years, I'd always heard from people at Bailey's trying, they were trying to figure out how to like crack summer. Mm -hmm. And they tried a few years ago with like the almond milk based Bailey's and like Mm -hmm. it was fine. It was like, it just wasn't the same kind of Bailey's. I don't know if I want to drink almond milk. But what about like the frozen mudslide? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I think then they were like, okay, let's figure this out. And uh-huh. they did. Yeah. You know, and the only thing that I've never been a big drinker of, Josh was a lot in college. I'm blowing up his spot. <laughs> uh, white Russians. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are you a white Russian person? I was also a white Russian person in college for what sure. I have a funny story that? about this actually. Okay. So on my 21st birthday, actually it was after my 21st birthday because I was uh, in Seattle for that. But when I went back to New York and I went out with my friends to sort of celebrate my birthday, it was a my friends knew that one of my favorite drinks was a white Russian. And so my friend was like, Oh, I'll buy you one. So he goes to the bar and they're like, Oh, we can't make it. We, we don't have any milk. Like we're all out. And this is in the middle of a snowstorm. And my friend very kindly um, decided to go hike out a couple of blocks to, you know, a bodega or something to get some. And um, they came back and he, he brought me or brought the, you know, the milk or whatever into the bar. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, it was a, it was a very nice gesture. And I drank a lot of white Russians that night and and I drank them plenty in college, but I, I agree that (laughs) it's not a drink that I envision drinking all that often right right now. Although (laughs) perhaps after having this from Chata, my, my, I will be, primed to enjoy more of those kind of creamy beverages oh gosh yeah i don't know now now i'm thinking like man do we need to make sure that i tell my parents we need a bottle of like baileys or rum chata mm-hmm. for thanksgiving i don't think i've done that forever but come on yeah just well so- you're, you've already got your uh your screwball your peanut butter whiskey lined up like what else would you what else would you need definitely well, not white claw I'm and screwball not. according to Aaron, you know one of the cocktails that a bunch of bartenders have been making in the midwest so rum chata has, has exploded in the midwest right that's right. sort of and he started it in what 2006 it was started yeah. 2006 2007 i think mm-hmm. and gallo just bought it in 2020 it mm-hmm. sounds like yep. um and they're gonna i mean you you seem put their you know massive muscle behind it and it'll probably just grow and grow and grow and grow and grow from there mm-hmm. um but yeah it's uh it's it's a it's a pretty bottle actually uh so i'd never had it before until i encountered it at bcb with aaron so that's when he and i talked about the idea for this article because i was like i think this is really big in parts of the country and people don't know it, and people don't know it mm-hmm. and so he's like yeah i never he's like i'd never heard of it right uh and we tried it and it's really delicious and you both have never had it before, right? I've never had That's it. Right. No. Okay, so we're going to do this right now. Okay. Well, let's let's take a let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and taste it because I need to go get mine. <laughs> okay, you can go get yours, but uh, we're ready to roll right now. <laughs> I, I know. Go get it. So, Joanna, what's going on now that Zach's not on the podcast for a few <laughs> seconds? Uh, you know, we're going to let Zach get his his own topic. Joanna, how do you feel about cream based? Yeah. I, I like them. I think that I'm I'm excited to see the category grow. I think. Um, mm. I think they're delicious. I'm excited to see if, you know, they uh, tackle alternative milks. Um, I don't think I would ever drink an alternative milk. Isn't it kind of weird to have liqueur. a milk-based alcohol, though? A little weird. Yes, like I milk. mean, look, the thing that's just weirded me out as I look at the back of the bottle is it says consume within six months of opening. Right. But then it doesn't say refrigerate. Right. It says no refrigeration necessary. So that kind of scares me. Zach's coming back with his bottle. Right. I'm um, back. Yeah, it's cool, man. We had a whole conversation while you were gone. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm recording it here. I'll know what you said. Oh, no, no. It's part of the podcast. Uh, so what can I tell you guys? Just one quick anecdote please. about one of the first cocktails I ever made when I was a kid. Oh, please do. Um, or when I was of age. No, I was a kid. I was underage. For sure. <laughs> 
um, I thought it'd be fun to make a creamsicle cocktail, okay. which was vanilla, vodka, orange juice, and milk. <laughs> and milk. Uh -oh. oh, and I oh boy, and it curdled for yeah. sure. Um, so that's why I'm a little skeptical of uh, a milk milk based spirit here. So Zach, how are you having your rum chata? Uh, just cold out of the fridge in a glass. So we're going to shake ours over ice because we're pros oh, here. here. Um, <laughs> also, I did a very good job of not touching ice in my hands because I know people don't like that who watch cocktail videos. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to go in with a rum chata. I don't, need, I don't know how much we need. So. Oh, my goodness. You're going to need a lot. It looks like it, Okay, cool. It looks like milk. I just poured a little more. It looks like milk coming. <laughs> like, I, it's, it, I mean, it's just, wow. Okay, let's go. Oh. I don't know. It has a little horchata color. Like, it's got that, like, kind of tannish note from, like, the cinnamon oh, and whatnot. Yeah. Cool. Got that on the... Mm -hmm. Some ASMR. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to pour out some horchata for everyone here. I think, you know what's cool about... Shh, What's cool about shaking it is it gets frothy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same reason you would shake eggnog or something like that. Like definitely lends a textural note. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one for our producer today, who is Katie Brown? And uh, we're just going to shout out to Katie. Katie okay, Brown so, on the ones and twos. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Hold on. So we'll try this Cheers. all together. Cheers. Cheers, Zach. Cheers, guys. It smells very good. Well, I'm sorry, it's fucking delicious. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Mm -hmm. It's got some like almondy notes to it. It's really good. <laughs> also, an important thing to note: only thirteen point seven five percent alcohol. So it's like a bottle of wine right there. Mm. You could drink that whole thing. And what's Bailey's? That's a good question. Uh, I don't. Not not high for sure. This is really good. But uh, like, yeah, I'm gonna guess Bailey's is like. Okay, 17%. I would say like 20% maybe, but yeah. And this is just rum, cream, spices. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Horchata a little bit. Yeah. It definitely has a Horchata note for sure. But you definitely get some rum character too, which is cool. Yeah, it's cool. Rum, berry cream, cinnamon, vanilla, sugar, and other flavorings. I already finished mine. That was really good. <laughs> Adam just <laughs> so I So I have first heard about rum chata, not at BCB, but uh, from my wife, um, who is from Wisconsin, which is where right. rum chata was first founded. And she yeah, where grew up. told me about um, about going home to visit. She was not a thing she does very often and with much glee. And she was staying with her mother and she said the only thing that got her through the visit was the bottle of rum chata. And I was like, mm. what is rum chata? And she's like, you don't know what rum chata is? And I was like, no, I don't know what rum chata is. She's like, you know, well, it's delicious. And I kind of just filed that away. But she wasn't like, I want to get some. And then we, I discussed a while back, we were talking about doing this. And she was like, you have to do the rum chata episode. She's like, mm -hmm. I want rum chata. And I was like, okay, great. We will it's make that happen. Not very good. It's mm -hmm. very yeah. good. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's it has a... I don't know. Bailey's obviously also has a really nice creaminess, mm -hmm. uh -huh. but Bailey's has like that a little bit of like more, I think noticeable like whiskey backbone. Mm -hmm. Yes. Whereas this doesn't, um, it's obviously rummy, but it's not as like overtly rummy as I think you would expect it to be. Mm -hmm. You get it on the finish for sure. I yeah. Like you get the finish. The finish feels like you're drinking rum. But but up front, not so much. So I want to ask you guys a couple questions about this. How how you might enjoy it besides please, just please. taking over ice? Do you think there's? Do you think there are like Bailey's? You think about it in cocktails, and you you kind of mentioned mm -hmm. the 
I do have a mudslide, Joanna, mm-hmm. and there's some other kind of cocktails that incorporate it. I feel like what's cool about this is, is like Bailey's, I think you could kind of see it being popular both as a ingredient in a cocktail. And again, maybe not at, you know, your, your very, very bespoke cocktail bars, but in a lot of other settings, but also as a, in, you know, just in coffee or in, in hot drinks, which is mm-hmm. of course something that Bailey's is also very, mm-hmm. um, Bailey's very prevalent in. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right to you guys? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Part of part of uh, Aaron's piece here talks about it being kind of good in in hot toddies. Yeah, ooh, that um, sounds good. Which I think is really interesting. Now you're missing. You're you're kicking yourself. You didn't take it to the cabin last week. I know. I know. <laughs> Next time. Um, and then also they they sell these little mini chadas, which are creamers that are oh. meant to be added. Rum chata creamers, which are meant to be added to coffee. That's which so I think cool. is so clever. That's really smart. So like mm-hmm. they're like mini rum chatas. Mm-hmm. Then you put, that's really smart. Yep. Yeah, I, I think you know you could see this being good in a lot of different kinds of cocktails, uh, uh-huh. especially like the more decadent ones. I'm thinking like also like maybe some ice creams in there and some chocolate syrup and like <laughs> yeah, why all not? that good shit. It's yeah, it's it's very delicious. Mm-hmm. I I can't I cannot lie it is one of the more delicious <laughs> things we've tried on the friday episode so mm-hmm. far can i ask you guys one more question about this which Please. is like at least one more i suppose which is like do you think in some small way that something like this and maybe other cream liqueurs benefits from the sort of loopholes of american labeling laws where they don't have to put a calorie count on here oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't i mean i think if any of the if the cream-based spirits people knew calorie counts they may not grab them but then if you knew calorie counts of lots of different alcohol you may not pick them up you know what i mean like it's just it is what it is also like i don't know at the end of the day we're already drinking alcohol man it's a treat like you already know it's it's doing something to your body that is not 100 percent okay so like it's just it's it's fine with the calories you know it's it's all good again maybe we should drink that hot seltzer instead yeah yeah i mean definitely wasn't going to dissuade most people, but I just was, I was just thinking about this. I was like, you know, you pick up the bottle and it's like, you know, it's very sleek. It's, you know, this kind of nice sort of white color with gold lettering and a gold cap. And then, but you know, you turn it around and you're like, you know, you get a little of the description, but there isn't that nutritional fact staring at you, which is obviously true for all beverage alcohol in this country, but is just, or well, most obviously, although we're starting to see like, I guess I was thinking about it. Cause like, you know, with seltzer and everything, we're talking about how aggressively they're marketing the calorie count because it's for that kind of drinker or in that kind of context. Yep. And here it's like more than most, I think they would not want to put it on the label. No, no, yeah, no, no totally. <laughs> but I'm still, okay with that. I'm okay with it too. And I highly <laughs> recommend you pick it up because it is delicious. Yes. Let us know if you've had rum chata. Yeah. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Have a good one. Sounds great. Thanks so much for listening to the Vine Pair Podcast. If you love this show as much as we love making it, then please leave us a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. It really helps everyone else discover the show. Now for the credits. Vine Pair is produced and recorded in New York City and Seattle, Washington by myself and Zach Jabal, who does all the editing and loves to get the credit. Also, I would love to give a special shout out to my Vine Pair co-founder, Josh Mallon, for helping me make all this possible. And also to Keith Beavers, Vine Pair Tasty's director, who is additionally a producer on this show. I also want to, of course, thank every other member of the Vine Pair team who are instrumental in all of the ideas that go into making this show every week. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again.